What is up, beauties? This is the Bear of Texas right back at you for another episode of the Bear of Texas podcast. Tonight, once again, I'm flying solo as my good friend and co-host, Wiley, a.k.a. The Venomous Stare, is not available. But I want to take a moment to once again wish my good friend Wiley happy belated birthday. And thank you very much for being a good friend, a great co-host. Without him, the Bear of Texas podcast would surely not be as popular as it is today. So, Riley, if you listen to this, which I'm sure you are, thank you very much for being a good friend. I can't wait to have you back on, and I'm sure the world can't wait either. So, let's get right to it, folks. Today, my subject is my favorite club in the English Premier League. That would be Manchester United. Because today, they did something I really thought was not going to happen. They actually beat Manchester City again, which is something very very special because it keeps them in the hunt for a possible finish in fourth place, which means that Manchester United still has a legitimate shot to qualifying for next year's UEFA Champions League tournament. And I cannot tell you folks how bad I want Manchester United in the Champions League. So, and I'm watching this game against Manchester City. Manchester United was fighting their goddamn hearts out because Manchester City continually threatened and threatened and threatened, but the resiliency and the concentration of that brilliant Manchester United defense was just so amazing. Every time Manchester City would threaten and then David De Gea or whatnot, if something would happen, they would clear the ball away would just frustrate the hell out of Manchester City, and that is one of the reasons why Manchester United won, and that's the reason why Manchester is red the way it should be. That's right, Manchester United should be red. Now, there's a lot of things special about this game. See, for the first time since the 2009-2010 season, Manchester United has done a league double over over Manchester City. Now what this means, folks, is they've beaten Manchester City twice in the same season in Premier League play. And this has not been done in 10 years. Last time this was done was during the era of Sir Alex Ferguson. So that's another that's a very special thing. Because also, and how ironic it is that this happens the same season where Manchester United also does a a league league double over Chelsea, which was the first time since the 1987-88 season. And furthermore, this was the first time that Manchester United beat Chelsea twice in Premier League play without conceding a goal since since the 1964-65 season. So what I'm saying, folks, is while this season has been another bit of a frustrating and head-scratching season for Manchester United fans, this season has been special and there has been some accomplishments. So no matter what happens, Manchester United does deserve some credit and some respect for some of the things they did. Because beating Chelsea twice in the same season is not easy, especially in Premier League play. But to beat Chelsea and Manchester City twice, both times in Premier League play, that's just unbelievable. And that's why, another again, that is why Manchester United still has a legitimate chance to uh, to qualifying for the Champions League. Now, this game against Manchester City. A lot of things happen in this game. 
Because in the first 20 minutes, Manchester City was dominating. Because, see, as far as ball possession goes, Manchester City have complete control that for the entire game. And somehow they just could not score. There was a time where they seemed to score, but the, the ball was erased because I believe Sergio, uh, it was Sergio Aguero who it was, he was caught offside. Now, people, if, you, if some people want to blame the, the VAR, well, take a look at it, you'll see. He was clearly offside, so the VAR did not screw Manchester City. Now, a couple of facts about this game is that. Anthony Martial scored. He is the first Manchester United player to score both at home and on the road against rivals Manchester City in a single Premier League season. Let me clarify that. In both games in Premier League play between Manchester United and Manchester City, Anthony Martial has scored. Therefore, he is the first player to do that since Cristiano Ronaldo did it back in the 2006-2007 season. But in Anthony Martial's case, it only gets better. Because listen to this, folks. He is only the second Manchester Manchester United player to score in three consecutive starts in, in a Premier League Manchester derbies. He scored in, the, in three consecutive starts in the Premier League Manchester derbies. Sorry, I didn't make that clear. Three times in a row. And he's the second player. This is the first time since Eric Cantona himself scored five, in, five in, in five games in a row uh, between March of 1993 and April of 1996 against Manchester City. So basically, Anthony Martial kind of gave us a little nostalgic moment regarding the legend himself, Eric Cantona. Just unbelievable. Now, this brings me to Bruno Fernandes because since he's arrived... At Old Trafford, things have been growing great because he has been directly involved in more Premier League goals than any any other player this season. Since since he's arrived, he scored two goals and he has provided three assists. And in this game today against Manchester Manchester City, when Martial uh, made it one nothing for uh, Manchester United, he provided the assist via a free kick. So. It's safe to say that Bruno Fernandes is slowly but surely making a great impact for Manchester United, and it's only gonna get better. And even and furthermore, Manchester United has not lost since Bruno Fernandes arrived at Old Trafford. Now I'm gonna say one more thing about the fact that one more time. Let me remind you folks, because I'm, I'm, I'm I might have. Uh, might have slurred my words a little bit, or, or might have, you know, just uh, said a little bit of dripperous, because, you know, I'm just so excited. I'm not sure if I'm talking straight. Manchester United. A league double over both Chelsea and Manchester City. And because of that, we have to give credit to Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Because he deserves the credit for it. And not only just to him, but the entire team deserves respect for that, because it is very rare a team like Manchester United to beat Chelsea and Man City twice in Premier League play in the same season. But furthermore, Manchester United has beaten Chelsea three times this season. It was twice in Premier League play and one was in one of those other domestic cups. I think it was the Carabio, Carabao. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that correctly, so I apologize. So this season, again, 
it's been special in a sense. So now begs the question, where does Manchester United go from here? Well, quite frankly, it's simple because they have to move on to the next game because they're they're in the point of the season where every single game is crucial. I've said this many times. I said this. I, I've said this so many times before in the I've said this in my articles. I've said it, you know, in other podcasts. I've said it on Twitter. What happens to Manchester United when they're at this point of the season? They have to win. Okay. Every game is crucial. True, technically, even at the beginning of the season, every game is crucial. But at this point, it's more crucial than it's ever been. And the fact that Manchester United is unbeaten in their last 10 games across all competitions, that includes 7 wins and 3 draws, that's their longest run without a defeat since Ole Gunnar Solskjaer took charge of the club. That, uh, so, excuse me. This is the first time, uh, longest run since uh, Solskjaer took place. I'm sorry, folks. I'm just kind of confusing the hell out of you. Kind of not talking straight, so I really, really apologize. <laughs> it's just the problem is when I do a podcast uh, going solo, it's just really difficult for me. But I appreciate y'all's support. And believe me, I'm working on improving. Now, I'm taking a look at Manchester United's schedule uh, moving forward. This coming Thursday, they'll play their first round of 16... Round of 16 game against the, well, it's Lask. Uh, that's the club. That, <laughs> I don't even know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. So the first round of 16 game in the Europa League against uh, this club. I believe it's a club. It's in Austria. If I'm correct. Um, so Manchester United will be on the road. Now, obviously, this is a club that I'm not really sure if Manchester United is familiar with this club. But regardless, they can't underestimate their opponent because, as we know, this is something that all Manchester United supporters know. When Manchester United underestimates their, the, cl- the club they play, what usually happens? It's simple. They not only lose, but they get humiliated. So this is one of those situations where they have to take their opponent very seriously. They need to be focused, and they need to be ready to go. Most importantly, they need to be healthy. So in this game, they need Anthony Martial to be healthy. Same thing with Harry Maguire. Everybody has to be ready to go. So that game is, on, is is next Thursday. Now next Sunday, this is going to be a very brutal game, although Tottenham, despite how Tottenham has been terrible lately, they have to play Tottenham on, on the road, and that's going to be tough. Now, looking at the standings right now, this win against Manchester City today, it keeps Manchester United fifth. But this time, they're three points behind Chelsea, who's, who's a... Fourth place, and I've explained this uh, numerous times. Uh, I said this in, a, in an article, actually, uh, an article I, bu- I wrote about Manchester United a couple weeks ago. If you guys want to read it, just go, just go uh, log on to, uh, excuse me, not log on to, go to um, unfiltered, unfilteredaccess.com, and just type it up. You can see all my articles there, or if you can reach out to me on Twitter, I'll be more than happy to give you the link. I really appreciate the support, guys. So anyway, at this point, Manchester United and Chelsea. They're in a, in a rough battle right now. They're in a, they're in a battle f- for fourth place. Because realistically, I'm not entirely sure if Manchester United has a chance of possibly finishing higher than fourth place. I mean, right now, I'm looking at Leicester City. They're at 50 points, okay? And Manchester United is at 45 points. So if Leicester, uh, Leicester loses, continues, goes on a losing streak, while Manchester United goes on a, on a winning streak, and this is a streak I'm talking about in the Premier League play, 
Manchester United has a chance, but at the same time, they would need Chelsea to lose a couple of games. So right now, the chances of uh, Manchester United finishing third, it's quite possible, but it would take an enormous amount of luck. I mean, to be honest, it would be a goddamn miracle if that happened. But the bottom line is it's possible, and as a Manchester United fan, and honestly as a sports writer, I pray that it happens because from a fan standpoint, it would be great for the club. But from a sports writing perspective, I hope it happens because it would be a hell of a story for me to write. How Manchester United, in the most crucial part part of the season in Premier League play, managed to finish in third place because that, I cannot tell you how many odds they have defied in doing so. Now, going back to the schedule. So, this Sunday they play Tottenham. If they beat Tottenham, the momentum only increases and Manchester United should have no problem finishing out the Premier League play in style. Because after this game against Tottenham, the remaining uh, opponents in Premier League play is Sheffield United, Brighton, Bournemouth, Aston Villa, South Am- Southampton, and Crystal Palace. Now, they've had struggles against these small clubs because, again, like I mentioned, every time they underestimate their opponent, they've done that a couple of times this season, they lose in humiliating fashion. Because if I'm correct, earlier this season, on the road, Manchester United lost to Southampton 2-0. Okay? They cannot let that happen again. So, they have to beat Tottenham. They have to beat Sheffield United. They have to beat Brighton. They have to win the rest of their Premier League games. No more draws. No more losses. Because there's only very few left. The only thing that means anything anymore, the only thing they can settle for is a win. Earning three points in these last games is absolutely crucial because it's their only chance of qualifying for the Champions League with the exception of winning the Europa League. But as we know, the manager, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, said they cannot rely on winning the Europa League to qualify for the Champions League. And by God, he's absolutely right. So, as I wrap it up, Manchester United is in quite a predicament. But since they have momentum... They have talent, they've been doing great, they are more than capable of getting the job done. But at the end of the day, folks, the question is, can they get it done? And my answer is, you're damn right they can, but let's see if they actually do it. Because that's the case when it comes to Manchester United, because we don't know, we cannot simply guarantee that they will get the job done, because Manchester United is one of those clubs that I like to say is absolutely unpredictable. But aside from the crucial Premier League games left, what's really crucial in their case is the Europa League because they have to get further and further because they're a strong favorite to win the tournament. And even if the Premier League thing doesn't go quite well, if they win the tournament during the Champions League, well, that's just a bit of pride because they won a title and they earned a spot in a huge tournament. So that's going to be some pride and the future will be just a little bit brighter. Well, folks, that wraps it up for the most part of the season. Now, I want to switch my focus fully to the game today, okay? Not finished yet, but I want to talk about the game. Manchester United's 2-0 win at home against Manchester City. I might have talked about it. I did talk about it earlier, but this time I'm going to fully have my... I'm going to focus... I'm going to... Pay more to okay. 
I'm gonna set my sights fully. See, see I really apologize. Folks. I'm gonna set my sights fully on this game. Okay. Now, early on, I have to admit, even as a Manchester United fan, Manchester City really got screwed over a couple of times. I mean, the the officiating was was bad, but overall, the game kind of went the the way I, I imagined it. I mean, this is a rivalry game, and, and when Manchester United and Manchester City play. I expect the game to be a hard fought. I expect the game to be, you know, physical and just, you know, a frustrating game on both sides. Now, should I say that Manchester City underestimated Manchester United? Perhaps I can. I mean, perhaps it's possible. But at the same time, let's not forget Manchester United had already beaten Manchester City twice. And that means that Manchester United knows what it takes to beat Manchester City. Because Manchester City has had struggles of their own this year. Okay? Now, this loss, definitely, you know, the hopes for... Now, in Liverpool's case, I believe they're two wins away from securing the title. I'm not sure if, if, if it really guarantees that they'll secure the title, but I just know that Liverpool's in a great position because Liverpool really needed Manchester United to win. Because Manchester because Liverpool wants Manchester City just out of the picture as far as the Premier League title goes because we all know how bad Liverpool wants to win the title because it'll be the first time in about 30 years, I believe. So so this game... Now, a couple of times, things got physical. Now, when, when Anthony Martial scored, now, that free kick that Manchester United... Excuse me. The free kick that Manchester United was awarded... It certainly was controversial because it looked as though maybe I think it was Bruno Fernandez, you know, went down, and I'm not really sure what happened. I mean, everything just goes so, so fast. I mean, these replays don't really show everything. But regardless, it was still early, early in the game. So Manchester United was awarded a free kick. They took advantage, and Anthony Martial did what he does best. Well, and he scored. And Anthony Martial had now has 11 goals in Premier League, which I believe is a, is a career high for him. So props to Anthony Martial. Keep up the good work. Stay healthy. And then France, is, and then you'll be part of the French squad that plays at Euro 2020. Now, now we're past the, the, the one nothing will run. Now, a little bit later, shortly before halftime, I saw something that happened to Fred. Now, Fred went down in the penalty area, and it looked as though he had dove. I mean, I'll be honest. At first, it, it did look like he, he did dive. But as I see the replay, especially in slow motion, it looks more like he did fall. But the referee did not award a penalty to Manchester United. Instead, Fred got a yellow card. Now, do I agree with this decision? No. Am I 100% sure that this was a penalty? No, I'm actually, I would say I'm probably, I would say I'm 80% sure, 80-85%. Because these things happen so quick, it's really hard to tell. I mean, I wasn't on the, I wasn't on the pitch, I didn't see it. But it did look as though uh, um, Fred did fall. But you know what? It's like I said, both both sides, even Manchester City, have been screwed over a couple of times, okay? And, and this is one of those games, I mean, in those games, these rivalry games, I mean, you, you're going to expect things to go a bit one-sided on, on, in, in some ways. It just happens all the time. I mean, a couple weeks ago, when uh, Manchester United beat Chelsea uh, on the road 2-0, and how, how the v, VAR, uh, you know, played a, a major impact on, on the outcome of the game, it's just one of those times where things are always controversial, I mean... These rivalry games, I mean, the results go controversial, the play style's controversial. The whole thing's pretty controversial, so. So regardless, you know, Manchester United just had to move on, and so did Manchester City. 
because the game was still one nothing. There's plenty of time left. Manchester City could have easily equalized, and things would have been would have been would have changed. But what really impresses me, folks, is that Manchester United kept their head together. They stayed focused. They did not let the whole thing affect them. They played so hard. Just all that was the amazing and unique resiliency by the defense, by the midfield, even by David De Gea at times making a couple of saves. Manchester United really frustrated the hell out of Manchester City. They were able to hold on to the win. And then late in the game, in injury time, Scott McTonamay, if I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly, forgive me if I don't, made it 2-0. Now, the biggest highlight of this game is that the, the two goals that Manchester United scored were courtesy of errors committed by the Manchester, Manchester City goalie. Now, what, should, what, what do I have to say about that? Well, it's simple. Man, the, the Manchester City uh, goalie made a mistake, and Man U simply took advantage of it. And that's what you got to do. When a team makes a mistake, the opponent just has to take advantage of it. I mean, if there's an opening take it there's no there's no questions to be asked it's all about when a golden opportunity is right there waiting for you you have to reach up and grab it and that's what manchester united did and that's why this win while a bit controversial was really hard fought and manchester united deserves it well folks that wraps up the manchester united talk for today i hope you all enjoyed i'll see y'all next time easy